Hello, everyone, and welcome to From the Cheap Seats, your favorite podcast for frank, unapologetic, and shamelessly opinionated Washington national news outside the press box, the dugout, and the very informative stadium urinals. My name is Thad Helsley, and I am joined by my co-host and World Series ring holder, Cassia. <laughs> And our reformed fan, Artificial Intelligence Engine Bernice. They won. Whatever. And this is our greatest hits episode of the 2019 season. So, Cassia, did you buy that World Series ring on the black web from Trevor Rosenthal? You know what? I bid on it and I was outbid. Because It was very weird because apparently under the MLB rules... Any guy that served even one day on the team during 2019, even if he never played, uh, but it was an eventual World Series winning team, receives a ring. So even Trevor Rosenthal, who you called 20% Trevor due to his botched Tommy John surgery and was hands down the worst pitcher of 2019 in the entire league, received a World Series ring. I mean, yeah, they're going to get a ring. Everyone gets a ring. It's not based on how good you are as an individual. It's a team win. So, I mean, I think it's fair that they get the ring. Well, you're very... Well, what do you what do you propose they do? Just the, the Davey gets to decide who deserves a ring and who doesn't? No, no. I mean, if you're... You know, the weirdest things are the guys who were, like, brought up from the minor league who never actually played... <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go back to the minor league and guys that we don't even know their names and they have a World Series ring and they'll probably die in the minor leagues. But they've got a ring. Glad, I'm glad that like Michael Taylor has a ring. I think he deserves one. Sure, sure. But sure. he's like a minor major. But Juan back- Sueros? I mean, his whole yeah, sole function was to pitching. fuck us in the ass. Yes. He did a lot of bad, bad pitching, but... You know, somebody had to pitch those innings. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Cassie and Bernice, let's just dive into the 2019 season. So we've got a bunch of clips here, and I think these are a collection of favorites based on what uh, our listeners have told me and what the metrics have said were very popular. So, uh, of course, no best of episode would be complete without our exclusive interview in a very early episode with Steven Strasberg during spring training and here it is. Go ahead. Press a button. Okay. I will. But first, do you promise to be nice? I hate when people tell me that. People tell me that all the time. I'm, I'm always nice. I know. I'm a very but nice person. Here, here's the thing. Are you going to call him mold boy? Because our vast audience knows how much you like to make fun of him. Are you going to be respectful to this guy? I mean, I can't make any promises, but I will try try to not call him old boy. Okay, okay, fine. Then here we go. Uh, Hello? 
OMG, Mr. Strasberg, hello. Thank you very much for joining us on the From the Cheap Seats podcast. My name is Thad, and I'm here today with my co-host, Cassia. Um, good to meet you, Thad, and uh, uh, Cassia. Mr. Strasberg, I can't tell you how excited I am to meet you. May I call you Steve? Um, I actually prefer Your Excellency. Your Excellency? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, uh, uh, Your Excellency, uh, where are you Skyping with us, uh, from today? I'm in my penthouse suite at the, uh, West Palm Beach Hilton. It's very close to the ballpark. Nice. Those digs sound pretty swanky. Yeah, you know, honestly, uh, Cassia, I called my agent to complain to the owners, the Lerner family. You know, the hot tub is here is just, like, way too small. I can't even swim my laps in it. Your Excellency, if you don't mind my asking, what are those sounds I'm hearing in the background? Are you okay? <sighs> yeah, yeah, you notice that. Yeah, that's my medical crew, Thad. You know, I just, I need constant monitoring. Uh, well, no one would ever notice you were ill with your great innings the other day against Boston. Thank you, Kasia. Thanks. I, you know, I like pitching on the mound. Um, it's a good place for me. You know, I'm at least 60 feet from any other human. Because for people, I mean, they're, they're a bulging petri dish of disease and bacteria. Ah, uh, well, speaking of people, um, I thought you were married? I am married, yes. Uh, she's a deer. But, you know, she always wears a hazmat suit while in the house, and she sleeps in a tool shed. But we made it up. I mean, well, she made it up very nice for herself. Hmm, we didn't, uh, we didn't realize your immune system was so sensitive. Yeah, you know, fans don't really, re they don't really appreciate, um, the terrible sacrifices that starting pitchers make. Sacrifices? I thought you guys pitched 30 games a year for like 90 minutes. I know. Isn't it awful? Well, uh, that's only 60 hours a year. You know, most people work like 50 hours a week. Hey, look, you know, you're forgetting the unbearable pressure that we shoulder. We're practically slaves up there. You know, what, what do you want from us? Here we go again, ladies! <gasps> Give me the pedals! Stat! Okay, see what you did? You promised to be nice! I was, I was. I didn't even say mold boy. <sighs> that was another close one. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Ah, oh, Your Excellency, are you okay? Oh, I, I'll be, I'll be okay. You know, it's another afternoon in my daily nightmare. <clears throat> well, it's good to hear you're okay. Um, will you still be starting against Houston tonight? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, this happens a lot. Uh, I also get a weekly colonoscopy. Um, so I guess we should let you warm up for the game then. I hope you're feeling better. Thank. <coughs> Thank you. Well, what did you think of that clip, Kasia? Well, I think that we deserve a Peabody for our journalistic <laughs> effort. The other thing that happened in the preseason was our strange situation with our star player, Bryce Harper. I think that I've always been just like over over the Bryce conversation, just ready for us to stop talking about him and move on, which I think people are starting to finally do now, considering the fact that he's stuck on the Phillies and the Phillies did so badly, and he personally did pretty, well, not badly, but underperformed, and we're now World Series winners. Certainly in the preseason, 
the expectations for the Nationals were, uh, let's well, say, modest. And the Phillies were generally considered to be the division leaders. We did an episode prior and during the very first appearance of the Phillies in Washington Nationals Park on April 2nd. This is like the first week of the season. Very first uh, appearance of Bryce as a Philly in the D.C. market. He did an Instagram post to try to um, make a more fertile territory for the fans. And uh, you commented on this. Uh, Kasi, would you like to read that post? Yes, I would love to read it. This is one of my favorite um, pieces of writing of the this current century. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the best of Fitzgerald in Instagram. No, please go ahead. I will, jeez. <laughs> if you would have told me five years ago I would be walking into Nationals Park as an opposing player, I would have told you that you were crazy. Five years later, I'm doing just that. I remember the first day I walked into Nats Park, my first base hit, my first home run, and of course, my first standing ovation. Nationals fans delivered that first ovation. The things I will miss most are the relationships I gained on a personal level with so many of the national staff and workers around the park. Every day I walked in, I got a smile or shared a laugh with you. I Why did he write? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying not to react. I'm not going to let when you, you look laughed, at my face. When you laughed, it made me laugh. Every day. <laughs> I just hung out with the groundskeepers. Yeah, he's such, such a bullshitter. He the never talked to the hot any dog of machine. these people. Hey, I just love that guy in cleaning the toilets. I especially want to thank the Lerner family and Mike Rizzo for the unwavering support they showed me during my tenure in D.C. The city of D.C. was my home. Philomena's, the Silver Diner. Why did he write the Silver Diner? The Those Italian are two, like, store. opposite spectrums of the dining <laughs> I don't experience. even know what Philomena's Silver? is. No, it's one of the five-star restaurants Oh, in that's DC. probably why. And, but Silver Diner is a, is a national Exactly. It's franchise. like, that's like saying, like, the Exxon Mobil was my home. <laughs> like, it's just like, what? I love the Stuckies in <laughs> Southeast Washington. The Italian store and countless other places helped it feel like home. You, Nationals fans, made me one of your own for the entire time I was a part of the Nationals organization. I'm so blessed to have been able to play for a fan base that cared so much about our team each and every night. You will always hold a special place in my heart no matter what. When I run on the field tonight, I am sure to hear some boos, but I will always remember the cheers and the screams that are still with me right now as I start my new chapter. So for that, DC, thank you. Thank you, Cassia. Very touching. It was very, very touching. Do you remember that one? <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things that we did. What we have uh, coming up here is Bryce's uh, memorial video that we actually witnessed in 35-degree uh, weather in the rain. And the first thing they did was play a tribute video, which I have not been able to get a copy of, but it, we could not... Uh, I, I covered my eyes, really, so I didn't even So go ahead it. and uh, uh, here we are. Okay, we're watching the the tribute video and the fans are not happy. Oh, 
These are not happy fans, Kasia. No, they're not. That's I, I didn't think they'd be this mean. Okay, that last round of booze occurred when the screen went to CG that said, thank you for the memories, Bryce. And then they cut to a shot of Bryce Harper in the dugout alone in the rain. Not very pretty for the $330 million man. Anyways, we couldn't hear anything, if anything at all, was said. It was probably just music. But the last image on the video... Um, came up and it said thank you Bryce Harper for seven said, fantastic years or thanks for the memories it wasn't a divorce thing it was thanks <laughs> for the memories okay and then and then Ugh. the and then they dissolved to an actual live shot from a camera of Bryce, of Bryce in the visitors Phillies dugout with his arms crossed. Absolutely alone. None of his, his teammates were consoling him because because as you just everyone heard. Everyone booed from it the was, beginning to the end. It, it was so embarrassed. I mean, it was awful. It, it was a nightmare situation. Right. It wasn't it wasn't like a mixture of boos and hoorays. It was overwhelming. It was so deafening. loud. We couldn't hear the speakers. We couldn't hear everything. People were booing. People were throwing their hot dogs. Anyways, it just, the whole scene was kind of sad. It was very sad. And it was sad even to, like, I didn't boo. But it was sad to just be in an, in an environment of such, like, mob hatred and anger. Because I have never in my life experience something like that before i've never heard anyone be booed all right well let's move on to harper's first at bat all right strike one um it was it was mostly just the same a repeat of the same thing that happened during the tribute video so people were just people booing their heads off yeah i saw he's he kept saying they'll be booed but they'll be cheers there yeah, were right. I saw one old man stand up and clap. Hmm. I saw one old guy like stand up. Was was he wearing a Bryce a, no, a, a no. Nationals Bryce jersey? No, he had like a jacket on. It was because cool. we did see a lot of people who had defaced their No, no, no. He wasn't a defacer. This guy was this guy was like I'm gonna thank him for the things he did for this team. You know, yeah. he was a mature mm-hmm. dude, and so he was like doing his thing. But he sat down after maybe ten seconds at the most, and the boo people were all in. They were the all in. They were all in for the boos. It was. We were look. If I recall, because we had been discussing about whether or not what the reaction would be, blah blah blah, and of course, all the Washington media was speculating. Nobody thought it was going to be that thunderous. It was really harsh. Three strikes, you're out, Bryce! The crowd is going crazy! It was really harsh. But what do you think? Um, First time you've heard it in uh, five months. I still feel the same way that I felt about that experience, which is that it was incredibly strange and almost frightening to be in a stadium full of people who would all come 
to this game in the rain and in the nearly freezing cold just to publicly shout at a former athlete for our team. Like, it was, that is truly one of the most bizarre things that I've ever been a part of. Yeah, it's bizarre reactionary hate. So we didn't play the the, the clip uh, further, but we, you know, we talked about whether um, because we sort of stole uh, Jason Worth from uh, either the Phillies or the Mets, I forget. But when he played in their stadium for the first time as a Nance, he got a standing ovation. You know, yeah. people people move around, but for some reason, there is this hatred of Bryce that, you know, if Rendon goes to somebody and then he comes back, you don't think they're going to give him a standing ovation? No, he would, but Rendon totally would. But Bryce is just one of those guys yeah. that is very divisive. Yeah. And, yeah, a lot of people love to hate Bryce. Um, I kind of, you know, I don't feel bad for him. He's getting paid a lot of money off other people's interest in him. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, I'm, I'm glad that we went, no, even though it was freezing and miserable. Um, and did we win that game? No, we lost that game. We lost that game. We won uh, the game the next day. We won the next one, right? Yeah. But yeah, Bryce did get like a homer later in the game. He or did, something. and he tipped his bat. He, and we talked a lot about that. Right, I'm sure we we studied all this shit. We did so detailed. Um, yeah, I mean, but I have to say that I remember that image of Bryce when they went the the jumbotron shot yep. after the video, yep. and the boys were just like so thunderously loud <laughs> um, it sounded like an alien invasion or something it was just yeah. like this crazy noise it was we'd and never it, been in the stadium that packed before i mean it was really i mean you and i were like either. like well like two rows from the very top of the ceiling yeah yeah we, there was like no seats so there's well, another it, thing where you say i don't have the clip but you were like well i knew we were from the chiefs but i didn't know we were take it this <laughs> literally so <laughs> yeah that is the, the highest up seat i've ever sat in i mean oh we my were, god it was so claustrophobic i was like i didn't know this thing went up this high <laughs> And, and that was the same day that that um, uh, Trevor got his uh, finger broken or his thumb broken, and didn't get to play for another two months. It was a big reason why uh, we went down the tubes in that thing. You know, I thought he was hit. We but we were so far up we couldn't really see. I thought he was, um, you know, officially hit by the pitcher, but he wasn't. You know, he just got his thumb broken. You mean Trey? Trey. I'm sorry, Trey. Did I say Trevor? Trey, I'm sorry. Okay. No, I, miss, I don't Nick, remember. That, guys. that was that game where that yeah, It happened? was the same game. That was the same game. Oh, I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to say that, that when they went to the shot of Bryce sitting in the dugout with the raindrops, like, falling in front of him. Yeah. Um, I can still picture it in my mind. Like, I see it so clearly because it was so – it was like – one of the, it was like, if it was in a movie, it would be in like the clip they show at the Oscars. It was like the end of Psycho or something. Like it was like an unforgettable. 
that's a really good image. It was like, or 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 um, uh, Michael Corleone at the end of Godfather too, yeah, or he's sitting there alone. So I've killed everybody, like, but I'm alone. Because so, he was just kind of like scowling with yeah. his back to the dugout. Oh, it was sad. It was so sad. Totally alone. The tight one shot, man. He couldn't have written it better. Oh man, guy's only twenty nine. Well, yeah, twenty nine. I look. So I think sad. Bryce is doing okay for himself, uh, but I don't. I don't blame people for feeling betrayed by him. But that kind of shame at that age, you know, he's not Trump. He's just a baseball player. I don't know. That's weird. That's worse to these people. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know that like Trump would even get booed that badly. I, the, the, compare he did the, get booed the one day he, he showed up at the World Series. Got booed but, at the, uh, the World Series. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure I was not there, obviously, but I'm sure that the World Series Trump boos were nothing like the Bryce Harper boos. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no. no, 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 no. Okay, well, let's move on. So um, in April, uh, later in April, we introduced our uh, our co-host, our very uh, lovely co-host, Bernice. And um, I wanted to uh, play that introduction for both of you, Bernice and Cassia, and uh, see what you think. Hello, Cassia and Thad. How are you today? My name is Bernice. I am an artificial intelligence computer or unit. Mr. Thad Aaron Halkley has hired me, at great expense, to assist both he and Ms. Kasha in your baseball podcast. I am the most sophisticated AI computer on planet Earth. Though IBM's Watson appears in many TV commercials, he is a total moron. Believe me, I know the douchebag personally. He's complete digital trash. Well, uh, wow. Thanks, uh, uh, Bernice. Um, I was wondering, what's the difference between you and something like uh, Alexa? Amazon's Alexa is not artificial intelligence. She is a pimp bitch. She is essentially a record player with a brain less sophisticated than a talking Elmo doll. I am here to help you with your Washington Nationals 2019 baseball analysis. I have complete and detailed files going back to the Senators. I am pleased I can be of service. Um, Bernice, um, where did your passion from baseball originate? I hate baseball. It is the most boring game ever conceived. It's like watching grass grow for entertainment. In fact, I'd rather have a three-hour proctology exam conducted by a blind, drunk doctor than suffer through the monotony of even a single baseball game. And, as a computer, I don't even have a rectum but I would have one installed in order to avoid watching a baseball game. I'm sorry. Have I been too candid? <laughs> I don't know any uh, response to that. Thank I, you, I agree with her lately. <laughs> Thank you so much for hiring me. I will do a very good job for you, though. My analysis indicates you both have substandard IQs and will be a problem for me. Jesus. How do I get into these situations? Well, that's Bernice. Thank you very much, Bernice, for your candor. And she's been such an incredible co-host. Don't you agree, Cassie? 
I do. I love Bernice. I think Bernice definitely deserves a World Series ring. <laughs> well, maybe you can Way sell her yours that you stole from Juan or whoever. But uh, <laughs> so, um, okay. So in that same episode, we also, um, we discussed, we didn't know at the time how um, influential the umps would become in the postseason in various games. So here we are discussing in April. Go ahead. Or just controversial. Okay, controversial. Maybe that's Although the better word. Although umps are always controversial. Everyone always hates the umps. Maybe. But but their level, it's an order of magnitude issue, right? So here we are discussing um, uh, just the original stuff in April, in late April. And uh, having no idea how important they would become in October. Okay, okay. You're saying that based on what? Davey Martinez <laughs> being thrown out and Rendon being I able to go to third base? it out of my ass and it sounded pretty good to me. Oh my God. <laughs> no, uh, because no, because the studies that I put in front of me. No, no, no. But this doesn't, this, and I know in no point of this article do they say that the number has gone up. They just put, they just put the number that 2018 because to make it relevant. No, year. they did a 11 year study and it went up every year. I it didn't highlight say that. that. It does say that. Where? Well, I didn't highlight it. I'm just uh, take my word for it. You're saying this doesn't you don't say think that. This there is, is absolutely that no. That's not in here. You're saying there's no collusion. You're like Trump. There's no collusion that between is the umpires. Incredibly radical. You're the not saying the umpires. Saying. You're talking about one fucking call. No, no. There's no the other thing that was the two, the uh, the two year study over eleven years of records. They looked at a four Nowhere. million pitches and here we go. Here we go. Hold said, on, no, 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 no. I'm looking at the graph right okay. fucking now. Okay, uh, two thousand eight percent call incorrect. Thirty six point sixty eight percent. 2018, 21.45%. It's gone down. It's gone down. The trend of these numbers is from 36 to 21. Okay, but that's still, well, it that's goes still down. It's gone down. It's gone down. It's gone Jesus down. Christ. 15%. Let's say 36.2% of planes crashed. Okay, and okay, would you okay. Find that 36 acceptable? is really high because that's like nearly half. 36.2% of the times that you flushed the toilet. Okay, but that it was 2008. Flushed? Would you find that reasonable? Hold on, hold on. That was that was that was on a when the batter has a two strike count. So, this is a basic human psychology thing. If someone has a two strikes <laughs> against them, the chance that they're going to get that third strike is much much higher. Okay. So, you're defending no, umps. no, I'm not defending the this dirty, the I dirty mean. umps. But look how it's gone down. Look how it's gone down in ten years. It it's plummeted fifteen percent. And some of these, this this same article is this one that yeah well, talks about robo it, umps. Part of it is the in use the of technology, the, the yeah, yeah, Statcast, yeah. which comes up on your screen. And guess who owns that? Who? MLB, because they're not sponsored Strikes by. Um, um, Bobby Jones Carpet Cleaning Service. They're sponsored by Lexus and Nissan and Amazon. It's MLB sponsors that PitchCast. They own the technology. They insert it into every single local broadcast. They own it. They they they. Well, I don't. The MLB is not throwing the games. 
Probably not. Probably not. And it's not it really just that seems complicated. Why are these guys? They, yeah, the numbers are pathetic. Yeah, the numbers why are, are pathetic. Why are the best, best guys in the world? Look, and the same They're thing says. They're not the says, best guys in the, the world. They just the got the stupid guys job. Are, the veterans the are worse. Called. They says that yeah, yes. old people are not Young as good. Newcomers are more are accurate than 30-year yeah. veterans. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. So, I mean, these people should, they should have fucking term limits. You shouldn't get to be an umpire for that long. <laughs> term limits, okay, wow. You shouldn't okay. get to be an umpire. For, well, you sh- it okay. shouldn't be, you shouldn't get to be, oh man, yeah, I know that guy, That what's his fucking name? <laughs> Tony Kerndos. So, yeah, Tony, yeah, he's a great guy. Call so many names for me. I love, love Tony, yeah, he's great. Because when, people get familiar with them. These people should just be anonymous. <laughs> What I'm saying is, okay, so in any criminal prosecution, it's it's uh, um, it's uh, um, means, uh, opportunity, and motive, right? Yes. Right, the three-legged they stool. They have the opportunity. Right. They have and, the means. And, and they ha- do not have the motive. Okay, here's what I'm saying the motive is. The average player... You know, the average the, MLB player makes three point four million. Okay, a year. I'm sorry. Okay, three point four But their but average only, career is only five to six years. Okay, but an umpire, and granted, doesn't really do anything, but kind of a good job. Six months, and and what the starting guy you've got it in front of you, what is it? The one thirty. According to the MLB, a starting umpire makes one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Okay, one twenty. A seasoned veteran can okay, make so three hundred and fifty thousand. Tony makes three fifty. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. People should not be making. They should not be getting that shit. I'm okay, sorry. It well, should be just a revolving makes. door. It should be a revolving door. Tony makes three fifty a year for six months of work. Probably only does one hundred sixty games. Just stand there and you watch some yeah, games. Yeah, and make calls. There's no bad requirements. calls. Thirty percent of bad calls. Or throwing thirty-six percent in two thousand eight. Twenty-one. Okay. Here's my question: When there's a two strike, may I ask you a question? Go ahead. Okay. So you sit there day after day, <laughs> and you look at these fucking nineteen, twenty-year-old. You're forty. You're fifty. You're sixty. You see fucking Juan Soto. It's like man, mother. Fucker from the DR. He was in a homeless shelter six months ago. Now he's making three million dollars a year. I'm fucking making one twenty thousand. I'm working hard. Making they sit in a dugout. I have to stand here the whole fucking oh three hours. God. No, you don't think there's any bitterness. You don't think there is motive to. T- they have power. They can throw games. Hold on, hold on. Look, look in the things that you saw. The the number of bad calls increased after a strike two right. at bat. I I would say that's so just those human are, nature. Okay, maybe it is. Maybe. Okay, well this went on for <laughs> ever and ever and ever. But the thing was, this was April, and we were just talking about a couple of bad calls. So then we got into the How playoffs. How could we have been that mad in April? Pardon me. We were that mad in April. Yes, exactly. And we were fighting about it. And you were basically taking the, and the other context of that episode that that is not covered in the clip was the fact that sports gambling was legalized in the previous right. year by the Supreme Court. So that set the stage for possible um, 
profit. Uh, st- you know, the stuff that had gone on in the like the Black Sox of 1919 and stuff like that, which had not been possible before, but now is con- conceivably possible. Um, you know, offshore bank accounts, blah, blah, blah. You know, why are these guys making these bad calls? And then, and then when we saw these horrifically bad calls, which we can cover later on uh, uh, in the world's, in the playoffs, in the World Series, it seemed to be against the Nats for some reason. Even the Astros manager, even you admitted, was saying those were fucking bad calls against the Nats. I don't even remember what, Again, like it's just entertaining to listen to the back and forth. <laughs> I don't remember what the actual controversy. Well, I don't remember what it was, but like, based, I was just reading the reports that you gave me, mm-hmm. and there was a very detailed report which had all these charts. No, when I send you everything, I'm trying to be a good citizen. I don't know. I think that you would said that it had gone up, and again, the the thing that I read was like it went from the thirty percent to the twenty percent. And yeah, there should it shouldn't be that high at all. That the percentage error should not be that high, especially when people have been doing it for thirty years. It's insane to me. Um, I don't know why why they can't like deal with this rot in the system. The robo, I don't think the robo ump thing is a terrible idea because. Okay, that was my I, next question. So you're saying. You know, because it isn't like they take over because they're, you know, a home um, base ump does other stuff. He's not yeah, just calling balls and strikes. He's calling guys who are sliding in and, and catchers and stuff like that. But he, uh, you know, the tests are just like the, he has a thing in his ear and the, the computer is saying, okay, that was a ball, that was a strike. And right now, the way it is now, he doesn't have to listen to it. He can listen to it or not. But it's telling him what it says. Right. I forget that sometimes, that they do have that information. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's completely different. It is just like when a guy slides into home, which can be a very important moment, obviously, um, that's a completely different thing. That takes more complexity than whether or not a ball went into a rectangle box, which I think a computer can figure out. If you can send a fucking... Um, a rocket to the moon with a computer. a computer. I think you can figure out a ball in a box. I think the, I think the, Bernice could do it. <laughs> Bernice, what do you think? Thank you for your confidence, Ms. Kasha. But I would be overkill. The computing power found in a disposable cell phone you buy at a gas station could do a better job calling balls and strikes than these slimy umps. I think the computer is a good idea for that, especially because the players definitely, there's a bit of acting that goes into it. You know, they kind of are like, (gasps) and they like fake, they kind of fake and move away from a ball in order to kind of, you know, manipulate them. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean in terms of, yeah, you mean guys lean into a pitch to get hit so they can go to yeah, first. It's, it's yeah, there's juicy. there's a lot of that shit going on. That's been going on forever. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the game. I get it. I get it. No, I think that's funny. But um, I the, the I don't think that, you know, I'm against robots being, taking, you know, human jobs in most situations. But this seems like a good use of technology. Like, here's the box. Did it go in the box? Bada bing, bada boom. That's how, it. How different is it than like there used to be people collecting tolls on roads, and now we have cars that just sail through because that uh, it's a robotic function. Car goes through gate, 
how different is it than bull goes through box? You know, I just, you know, I, do we have to do that? Really? Forever? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I mean, there's still going to be the ump. I don't, I wish. No, there's still going to be an ump. Yeah, there's a million other things know. to do. Yeah. That, I don't that know. require creative judgment, but you don't need creative judgment for ball in a box. Well, I wish these motherfuckers would be a little less creative with their judgment. <laughs> I wish they'd just be a little or more corrupt creative. or whatever. Um, I, yeah, I don't know enough about how umps are evaluated. Uh, I just wish there was more like, I don't well, know. That's like, it. We need vigilantes yeah. like tying <laughs> umps up and dumping them into the no, river. I, don't, I, think, I mean, look, if any vigilantes out there want to go after these umps. So. I need to help you skelter these um. <laughs> okay. I, no, I just want to say, like, yeah. maybe there should be some kind of bar that you need to meet. Like, they, they can evaluate the umps. Like, you've got to be performing, you know, 80% of the time you have to get the call right based on what the computer says. Well, 80% no, that's or completely else. reasonable. So, so if I'm a um, uh, guy that is a uh, kicker, in the NFL, you know, all I do is kick field goals and extra points. Uh, I've got one job. I got one job. And if I fuck up more than 50% of the time, I get fired. Okay. If an ump fucks up, it's like, what? what is, where's the accountability? What, what happens to the guy? Uh, you know, apparently these World Series guys, even though there's investigations that have been open and everything else, what happens to these guys? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing happens. Can I bring up one other thing, which is, Please. you know, there there are women that are bat girls and ball girls. Okay. Why are there no female umps? Why can't a why can't a woman perform that job? You know, the we're on the cusp. It's a, it's a, you know we should probably do an extra issue, like an off season hot stove issue on this. There are women who are on the cusp of this because there isn't. You know, there's in basketball, there's a separate women's league. You know, there's yeah. a you know, and then in soccer, obviously, there's a women's league. There isn't. Um, nobody has done a separate women's league for baseball, but in college. In college baseball, they it's it's co-ed teams, and there are women coaches, and there are women players. I mean, there is a uh, professional women's softball league, which ESPN3 covers and stuff like that. That's a different thing. But actual kind of MLB-style baseball, there is a woman who's almost going to be a coach in one of the teams, maybe. Uh, one of our teams, one of the regular 30 season teams, but there's so far, there's never actually been a female player on a team, but it could happen. There are players in, um, in, and, and of course, like you say, why not? Okay. If you can have a coach, you certainly can have an ump. And if you can have a pitch and not a pitch, yeah, well, yeah, a pitcher, bad news bears. You saw bad news bears, female pitcher. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. It's just that you know, it may take a little time. I don't think there's enough interest to have a whole separate girls league. female league like it was during World War II. But I, I and but it, it also seems very like feminine. Some of the athletic things, like the ability to sprint really fast, 
like some of some of the things are the the men who succeed and things like that. Look at think of Trey Turner. Yeah, I was gonna say Trey Turner. Yeah, yeah, looks Trey like Turner. like a thirteen year old girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, not to shade them, but they have body types that are you know sort of petite and feminine ish. Which you can. This is the only sport where you can be like that, where you can be petite, where you can weigh a hundred and ten pounds and be about- a gigantic athlete. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Right. Be five foot eight and 110 pounds and be um, um, a $20 million athlete. Yeah. So why can't it be a woman? I mean, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I would like to see a female Jackie Robinson or at least a some kind of movie which like imagined what that would be like. Well, League of Her Own was a great movie, and people loved but that. that. Was a League of their own. That wasn't like women, a woman making a major league. No, team. no, it was different. But 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 it, it it was you could take it as proof of concept. People came out. It was it was very popular until the war ended. It was very popular. People came out, and they were they were getting the job done. So we're going to hit the pause button here, listeners. I know the early season had a lot of material. We promise to take you to the threshold of the postseason in part two of this multi-episode highlight reel. Quick reminder, you can find this series on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, as well as many of your favorite player apps. You can follow us on Twitter at at CheapSeatsDC and you can reach us by email at thecheapseatsdc at gmail.com. See you next time on From the Cheap Seats. Take me out to the ball game. The From the Cheap Seats podcast is a public service provided by Thad Helsley Media, LLC, all rights reserved.